as soon as Future drops, it's like, oh, we hate women. Like, fuck these bitches, fuck these hoes. Y'all are worthless. You know what I'm saying? Like, get back to the kitchen type stuff. So what I would like to deem it is selective misogyny. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Stopry706. Uh, Breezes, the Demon Time coordinator on Twitter. This is Committee Podcast. We have uh, Marcus Sniffles, and we have host of the Yes Another Podcast. Uh, what do you want to go by? Carlos Los, that brother Los? Uh, Carlos is fine, yeah. Carlos is fine. All right, well, all right, you can find him at on Twitter at that brother Los. Uh, what's good, y'all? How was how was another another week in the uh, the COVID uh, COVID apocalypse going? Well, you know, it's hanging in there. Um, the weather was nice this weekend, so a lot of people were out. I was in the, I was in the city, and you know, the, the brothers out there acting a damn fool, not wearing masks, yeah. you know, getting caught up with police okay uh, yeah you know it's it you know it was it was it was kind of it was hot in dc to say the <laughs> least so not in a good way facts yeah yeah i'm not a big uh person that goes out but i'm i'm starting to miss waffle house I'm starting to miss it it's been it's been too long i need to get that also special well, let's jump into it. That's one of the things I want to talk about because I, well, not well, always Waffle House gang. Let me send that link out for the for the for the waffles, but um, the waffle mix. But y'all guys are. Marcus says he's not going out. Los, he's here and there. I'm not gonna lie. I be in these streets, doc. Like I don't even care, doc. If they say I could die it, I'm dying of my ass, and I'm hungry. I want this food. I've been deprived. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm channeling my Eric Karen. You know, I'm out here. I'm here out here doing it for y'all. I'm out here risking the COVID, showing solidarity with all the Karens out there, just getting back to society. You know, I'm, I'll be a guinea pig for for a waffle. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm out here. And what I want to ask is, if you do happen to go out, are you guys wearing masks? Yes. Uh, I have I have two masks in my car, and uh, if I'm going, if I go into like someone's house or you know whatever. Uh, I usually have the mask with me close by. Um, so, yes. I I haven't. I know, like, my wife and kids, they, they wear them. But, like, usually when I go somewhere, it's usually, like, to get, like, one thing. Like, I'm in and out pretty quick. So, I just – and I sometimes I just forget. So, uh, yeah. Um, I, I just don't really go out. Like, this this COVID thing is hasn't been that bad for me. <laughs> hasn't been that well, bad. I, I guess it's different because you have small kids. Like I don't have any of those things, so I, I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure I already have had the uh, the coronavirus because I was like sick at one point for like two straight weeks. Thought I was gonna die. Same here. I got, I got the test and it came back negative, but there those tests don't have a very uh, great pass rate. So I'm pretty sure I had it. So I'm pretty sure I have like immunity powers. You know, like uh, 45 said. You know, I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm baptized in the blood of Jesus. I'm I'm, I'm prayed up. So the COVID can't hurt me. It cannot hurt me. But nah, I'm not wearing a mask. Like, and the reason being is like, by the numbers, I'm not in the demographic. And people say, oh, you're selfish, blah, blah, blah. But I am maintaining social distancing. I'm trying not to touch things. But it kind of doesn't matter because I went to Walmart the other day and I saw an older lady with a mask on. And she went to go grab a cart with no gloves. 
puts her hands on the on the nasty ass cart, goes inside, then wipes the cart off. I'm like, you already touched it. Like there, there's really no. I don't get what you were doing. And then like when the the older ladies at the checkout line, she can't check her IDs. So we buy some beer, and like me and my homie, we don't have a mask on, and she's all up in our face, and she has a mask. I'm like, lady, you're like 60 years old. Like, why are you in my face? Like, you're in the, the demographic <laughs> of people that could die from this. Like, you should be trying to avoid me because I don't have a mask. It's like, I feel like people are trying to do like a, do it from more of a fake fashion statement. Like, everybody's got the little sports theme mask on and their favorite colors and shit like that. Like, yeah, the, the masks aren't really helping. It's just trying to help prevent the spread, so. I, mean, well, I know one thing that I heard was someone was like, uh, <laughs> they said a fart has to go through your butt cheeks, through your underwear, and through your pants, and people can still smell it. So what's this mask going to do? You know what I'm saying? I saw that, I saw that tweet. <laughs> it's, it's, that it's, one, it's like, eh, what's this mask going to do, really? <laughs> I mean, they, they've even said, that the doctors and the professionals say the mask is not necessarily... <sighs> Yeah. It's just to help prevent the spread because people are still touching things. You know what I'm saying? Like there's mat just by breathing on somebody's not the only way to get it. You know what I'm saying? You could wear a mask all day, but if you're touching stuff and touching your face, I'm pretty sure you're taking your mask off. You're not doing it in a way where you're not touching your face and touching other items. So it it's kind of a moot point, but I kind of want to get y'all's y'all's uh, takes on that real quick. But I'll, anywho, I'll say I'll say one thing on the mask. Uh, when when everybody started. Uh, suggesting to wear masks, and I'll I'll be driving around um, on DC um, in some like you know some like these neighborhoods and whatever, and uh, I'll notice like oh damn these these dudes these brothers out here really following the instructions, but then I thought <laughs> but then I, I kind of had to think about it for a second. I said like, hold on hold on one second. What color I are know, these masks? <laughs> I, I know I know these guys. I've seen these guys, and they are. They serve the community in ways that should not be serving the community. You know, they are the the local they, street pharmacist. Yes, yes. And so they, so, so a lot of them start rocking the mask just to give them an excuse not to be, to be seen. You know, hell, even even the street walkers, same thing. Like, oh wow, these yeah. people, they they really like following the instructions. And then I had to think to myself, like, wait. I know this neighborhood. I know. I know what goes on over here in Northeast. Yeah. You know. You know. So. Well, well, the biggest thing for for I guess Americans just to wrap up the whole mask thing is like in other countries, like uh, Asian countries, like let's say South Korea, like wearing masks are are common. Like when people were sick, so it's like one of those things where it's normalized. Here, I'm curious if it will become normalized because again, honestly, oh, the other reason that I don't really like wearing a mask because I'm black. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't really feel comfortable going to some of these places with the mask on my face because, you know, I could look like the suspect of the week or the suspect of the hour. It's like, oh, what's up? A black yep. male between five foot and seven feet. Uh, beard, black. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. Yeah. I'm, y'all, see, y'all need to see my face. Like, I'm not, I'm not risking it. It ain't worth it to me. But, anywho. Alright. So, all of us are aware of the, uh, the phenomenon that is OnlyFans, correct? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to all male kings that are out there, you know, balancing the culture, making OnlyFans, you know what I'm saying? Paying bills, buying our own PS5s. We don't need you women for anything. You know, we'll, we'll create our, only, our own OnlyFans and then get the PS5 ourselves, you know? Uh, you know, black power, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, <laughs> there, was a, there was a video that floated around that apparently was fake, but for the argument of this podcast, it was 100% real. 
but there was a, a young a young gentleman and a young Nubian getting into an argument um, because the gentleman had broken up with his girlfriend about starting OnlyFans page, and it was a bit heated. And the I guess the point of contention was the young lady asked the gentleman if he was going to pay her bills, and that's where a lot of the the discussion came about. So we'll start with those. Would you have a problem? with your significant other having an OnlyFans page? Ah, you know, I'll, I'll think about this um, the other day. If she has an OnlyFans page, does she have to be naked? Or is she just finessing dudes? Because she's just finessing dudes and go for it. Because I just saw something today where um, the girl had like a big smiley face over uh, her chest. And then, like the real picture was like her uh, in bubble, like in bubble, like in a tub or whatever. And the dude like paid like I don't know thirty five dollars for it. I think um, uh, yeah, I say? Uh, Carlos Miller like commented on it, or whatever. You know, if that's the case, then, hey, go for it. I'm all for that type of capitalism. But if you out here, you know, showing all your goods, and you're my girl, you know, hey, this is not for the community. This is for me. All right, don't you know? You, you can find a different way to um, make some money here. You know. Well, if we had any type of uh, production quality and I had a soundboard, this is where I would do a She Belongs to the Streets drop multiple times. Because <laughs> no, <laughs> we, are not, we are not doing that. Matter of fact, you know what? I'm, we're going to be progressive. We're going to be sex positive. You, you can do an OnlyFans page, right? Cool. Matter of fact, I don't care what you do, right? As long as A, when the new Jordans drop, you copy them for me. B, when the new PS5 drops, you're copping two of them for me. And then three, you're, well, no, three, you're paying half the rent. Cool. And then four or D, I don't know if I started with numerals or, or letters, but D, understand this relationship is not going to lead to us walking down the aisle at any point. Most likely so, not. <laughs> as long as you understand all of, these, all of these things, then do you, boo. You know what I'm saying? You're a survivor. You know, get it how you live. Hot girl summer, ratchet, bougie, savage, all that stuff. God bless. But at the end of the day, as our, our Lord and Savior, future said, you belong to the streets. So, I, I will say, uh, <laughs> I will say there are, I have seen, um, my, my timeline is absolutely filthy. It's, it is all my fault. It's all my fault. I, I take all the blame for it. Um, I can't. I can never put up Twitter, Twitter on my own at work because this, this, this shit is ridiculous. But I didn't see a lot of uh, couples doing like OnlyFans um, shit also, and it's it's funny because the girl I was dating, I was like, hey, would you ever consider doing a couple uh, OnlyFans um, page? Okay, I don't even know how it works. I really don't know how it works, but. She looked at me and she was like, Carlos, I'm trying to be a lawyer here. I'm trying to actually make real money. Uh, so, no, I don't want to be recording anything. So, I mean, I thought I was going to really do it, but I was like, you know what? Sometimes you got to ask. You know, I mean, you know, look here. I know that source of income. That's that's how I see it. You know, just, you know, just, you know, look here. If we all, if she's gonna be naked, well, guess what? Hey, I'm gonna, my shit's gonna be swinging too. So, hey, okay. I mean, I, I, that, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was just kind of like, you know, uh, I mean, originally I was like, nah, I can't do that. But then it's like, you know, if her face ain't in it and, you know, we bring her home five to ten racks a month, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, 
cushion every month. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, get, a, get a new car or shit. You know what I'm saying? If, I mean, if we bring it home like a hundred dollars a month off of this shit, I'm like, nah, go ahead, cancel that. But if niggas is like, if we get like five G's or something like that, I'm like, hey, let's try for another month to see what happens. Because I'm telling right now, if I'm doing it with my girl or whatever, and we got an OnlyFans page, we're gonna be putting some fucking work. Um, so you know, I've seen I've seen some where they have like they're essentially just putting, they're taking their pictures off of Instagram and putting it on there, and people are paying for it. It's like. If that's what we're doing, then get that money because that's easy money right there. Like, fuck that. Take that money. You're going to pay $20 for a picture that's on Instagram? You better get that money. I, I will say, um, and it was probably one of the um, one of my future topics um, on, on my podcast, because um, I do feel like porn and like OnlyFans have kind of like messed up Twitter in a lot of ways. Um, depending on like depending on who you follow, is like it's so much like porn on Twitter now. It's like why why go to Pornhub? You just go on Twitter and, and find whatever you want to see like right there, and it just like I don't know. It, it kind of messed up the whole. It kind of messes up Twitter in, in a lot of ways. Um, well, I have a very strong block button. Like I've actually seemingly rid rid my timeline of porn, so. But there are the the people the uh, what what's the new thing on Twitter? Um, it's the timeline up and just say some wild nasty stuff like that's kind of the new thing on my timeline. I'm like, Doc, first of all, you're an, you're an adult. Like you have a clock, you know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? You know people are up. You just want attention for saying just. Maybe say that shit at like seven thirty at night. Yeah, <laughs> like, like no, <laughs> oh, come on, bro. Like the, 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 the last dance is still on, bro. Like relax, <laughs> relax. So, but it, it is what it is. But kind of on the OnlyFans thing, I know uh, one of Marcus's favorite artists is uh, Doja Cat. Um, and tell me how this works. I don't know if this was true or not, but I, I guess she was saying that if her her song went number one, uh, "Say So," that uh, you know she would expose her uh, breasts to the internets. And her song went. It went number one, right? Yeah. yeah. That's and crazy. there was not there was not a breast to be found. So, <laughs> and, and and before I let Marcus go, my thing is like the song is good anyway. It's like I don't see. I'm pretty sure it got there eventually. I mean, it is what it is. Now, but well, like, the, the thing is, is it was going up against the Savage remix. Yeah, that's like I, I I thought that would go number one. Well, that's a, that's a tough one to go up against. Beyonce and Megan Thee Stallion on that like to get number one is pretty impressive, and I, and I do think that her. Her saying that that's just that's just good marketing. Like, and she and she said that like as soon as she saw that she went number one, she got right on Instagram live and was like, "Why the fuck would I show you guys my titties? Like, are you fucking stupid? You guys are like, <laughs> thank you for my I, record, but are you are you that horny? You're that horny." Well, as, as we referred to earlier, yes, Twitter <laughs> Twitter is that horny. So, yeah, <laughs> I had a way for her to find a way to to generate that horniness into a number one hit like that that is uh, that is strategic marketing but i mean aside from that like i'm pretty sure if she'd have put her her breast assist on the tl i probably would have looked but it's not something that i would have sought out that was like uh okay. all right all right 
but I, I mean, I, I get it. Like, I, uh, she got her lace front together now. She's looking yeah, alright. I, I, mean, I don't. I don't know if you. Fine is a spectrum. I don't. I don't know if I'm really willing to put her up there. She got her, she got her head tight now. It ain't loose no more. She got a. She got a tight fitted now. She's straight now. <laughs> I don't. I don't follow her like that. Um, I've seen a couple of um, IG lives where I guess she's like high off of coke or whatever, and this like just bugging out. I'm like, I thought I, honestly, I thought that was a porn star. I had no idea who it was until like, oh I was, and so I was like. I was like, "What's going on here?" And then I realized, like, "Oh, she's like an artist." I'm like, "Oh, oh, okay." Um, I mean, look here. She it came the, the um, song came out the top number one, and uh, if if her teasing people saying, "Hey, I don't show my, you know, my breast to y'all if y'all if you get it that far," um, y'all the suckers who did it. You know, what make why would she, why would she do it? Yeah, she, she took advantage of, of prime yeah, simp yeah. culture. That's what that is. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yeah. The thing is, she can't. She can't pull that again, though. She can't pull that card again. Like yeah. she used it, and I mean, she used it. She got it. She kind of got it in early. So I mean, I feel like she's already pretty much an established artist. Like, there's no. She's not going anywhere. You know, what I'm saying a lot of people thought she wasn't going to be here after the buzz of the uh, the moo song went away, but I mean, she's got some, she's got some good records out there. So she's going to be around for a while. I like, I like the stuff that she does. So, Yeah. She's putting out good records while uh, another female artist who people like the hype up very highly Cardi B uh, is uh, she's, she's kind of got put out the paint and I'm not trying to do the whole thing where you're pitting women artists against each other. That's probably exactly what it sounds like, but just the things that I've seen that she's put out to try to kind of that, trying to kind of get a wave it just it, it just hasn't stuck like she came out with a quote-unquote freestyle that was clearly written or whatever cool no buzz i think marcus or uh mr savage or the messiah wherever he's at he's not here on his sabbatical right now but he somebody posted a video of her doing like a freestyle about her kid or a song about her kid that shit was ass cheeks wasn't good <laughs> and then she was on twitter and this is where i had to block her she's on twitter talking about celebrities or faking getting the coronavirus or something like that. I'm like, I saw you that, gotta, yeah. I'm like, you got to go, man. Like, if your music's not popping, this ain't it. Like, you're not going to turn into a conspiracy theorist person and get attention. Like, either put yeah. out good music or, or get out the way. Oh, she was in two movies. Like, she's in that movie with the strippers that I don't know what happened with that. Then it was leaked that she's supposed to be in one of the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, uh, yeah. Apparently, no, yeah. nobody cares. Nobody cares. It's like, it seems like nobody well, cares about Cardi started, They ain't started uh, production yet. They haven't started production. Once once they get up in there, it's going to be fire. I well, don't know. The machine The machine seems to have moved, man. That's that's all I'm saying. Well, I'll, I'll say um, I'll say this. When she won um, Best Rap Album at the Grammys, I was like, is a popularity thing because um, the late the late Nipsey Hussle should have won it. No, uh, you know you don't agree. Nipsey should have won it. No, he shouldn't have. Wow. Okay. All right. But in my opinion, I think he that I thought that album's better than Cardi's. And Cardi was Cardi was hot at that for that time period. Um, but I mean, she really okay. She really can't rap. All right. It's not. It's not. Is this? She's not really a rapper. You know. She 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 was an IG model. You know, hell, she was a stripper, and that that she, you know, she 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 got, you know, she made her come ups, and hey, it worked out for her. 
But like, I wasn't expecting a, a second album for her. No one's asked. No one's looking for a, her sophomore album. Nobody, no one. I'm not. But I, I mean, not, you'll, it'll 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 happen. People will be like, oh, as soon as some leaks or I don't know. I just feel like nothing's been sticking. You know, I'm okay. We'll put it like this: she's a better rapper than Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. RDB is a better rapper than no, Megan sir. No, I, no. Let me let me no, let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. She has better ghost writers. I, I feel like Megan Thee Stallion probably writes her own raps. Um, no. No, breathe. No, nah, you're, you're not. Nah, 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 I can't. Wow. I can't. I can't get on. I can't get on that one. I cannot get on. Megan, lyrically, I'm not sure if you. I, I think she does write her own rhymes, but lyrically, well, that's what I'm saying. She think, writes her own rhymes. You can tell. You can yeah, tell Cardi you know. B has a ghostwriter. Uh, yeah, I mean, Cardi B is all set. Hits, you know what I'm saying? Like major hits. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I was alluding to. Okay. But, okay. Yeah. I mean, but. Yeah, lyrically, nah. I think I think Megan is stronger. Her cadence is better, you know. When she like when delivery, um, I still think Cardi can't. She can't talk. It's like it's, it's, she she really can't talk. It's like come on, you know. No, she can't put like a, like she was talking to freaking Bernie Sanders um, during like the um, primaries. And it was like what the hell? What what is you? What are you talking about? You, that that was that was my issue with her. You can't be you because she has like over I think forty million followers on some on either Twitter or Instagram. So you can't go on your social media platform and talking about you know the coronavirus is fake. Celebrities are getting paid to say that they have it, and then go talk with a potential presidential nominee and Bernie Sanders and start talking about like politics. You can't do both of those things. You can't like I I I, I was yeah. like you know what we're not doing that no yeah, yeah I, I, had to, I had to get her out of here but yeah I mean <laughs> it, it, it is what it is it is what it is but kind of pivoting to uh, that was a hot take. I guess <clears throat> there was a hot yeah, that, take that, that shook that heavy shook heavy shook hey man there were like, there were some people that were saying there were people that were saying the intro to her album was on the same level as uh Meek Mill's dreams and nightmares like oh that's so they, just the greatest it's like come on they said that's what like it, but they didn't say it was on that level it's not on that level oh, go back they, go back and look go back and look at the tweets. Like go look at go look at the tweets go look at the tweets there are people that argue that is better when, <laughs> when she was hot when she was hot she was what she was the thing that's all I'm saying like I know people be on here lying just like they be on here lying about future's garbage ass albums that he puts out every single time every time he uses every time a new baby mama pops up a new album drops. He's got to pay that down support, and y'all line up every time to help him pay it. So kudos to y'all for having the lowest of standard for your favorite rapper. But oh, boy, that's neither here nor there. But speaking of rappers, um, <clears throat> so I, I would like to say that um, with this latest verses, I let you guys know first. Nelly did not have a shot in this battle; that he was the, he was the clear cut underdog. Um, it was Team Luda all day. With the diamond <laughs> album. <laughs> yeah, so look, sometimes, 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 we have to look at, we have to, as Americans, we need to band together. Like, Nelly's the ultimate American dream oh, story. He was, a, 
he was a nobody from St. Louis. He had dreams of playing baseball. You know what I'm saying? He's light skinned. Probably came from a two fam- two parent home. You know. Okay. And he, he took his city and put it on his back. You know, his album was produced by a bunch of nobodies, and he pulled himself out the gutter to even have the opportunity to be on a versus battle with such a great artist and lyricist like Ludacris. And we need to appreciate that. Like he might as well be from Idaho. You know what I'm saying? Like we we would feel like that was impressive if a rapper from Idaho put the entire state on his back just like he did with St. Louis and held it down. You know what I'm saying? Even though they don't have Wi-Fi in, in St. Louis, apparently. <laughs> he, held it, he held it down. I respect oh, that. God. I respect uh, I respect what he's done for the culture. He had people out here wearing band-aids on their eyes and he boosts the stock of Nike's Air Force One's tenfold. So we, we have to respect yeah, what he's done I for the culture. I didn't know they raised the price on it like that after that song. That was crazy. I hope, yeah, I didn't I hope they cut the check. I hope so. Probably did. Probably did. Probably did. Yeah. That shit is wild. To, like pretty much almost triple the price of those shoes off of one song. That's that's incredible. I, I I'm gonna give Nelly his props, man. Like I feel like a lot of people kind of went like I like I said before. Like they're gonna appreciate the songs that Nelly did put out and you know acknowledge what he did for St. Louis. Like no one has done anything like that for St. Louis since. Um or before. Yeah, I mean, huh? Like he, you know, Nelly he he got his flowers last or yeah, on Saturday night, but unfortunately it was at his funeral also because he got <laughs> man got washed and got put out the paint. It was embarrassing. I honestly wish it was here right now because I went back and I listened to the two podcasts that we did kind of leading up to this. And Adolphus said that uh, Ludacris does not have a deep catalog. So what I decided to do was I made a playlist of 20 songs that Ludacris didn't play that would have gotten out of the paint. Because at the end of it, when they got to like uh, 20 songs and they did a bonus song, Nelly was like, oh, well, let's let's keep going. Let's keep doing more songs. And Ludacris was like, nah, man, let's just, you know, let's just wrap it up. Because if they would have kept going... Like Ludacris would have embarrassed him. Ludacris went easy on Nelly. Like Nelly got it a lot easier. Like I would have, I would have been on his neck immediately from jump. Ludacris played that. He could have, he could have won every single uh, matchup. Minus, uh, like, minus yeah, like, say, he's not country grammar stuff. If if that battle, and I said this before, if they would have stuck to Ludacris cannot do features or remixes, Nelly would have had a better chance. If they had narrowed it down to five songs, Nelly might have won. Five to ten. Yeah, yeah. Five to ten. But five, 20, definitely. 20 songs. Like, there's literally, like, he didn't do Fat Rabbit. That's a song that he did. Okay, but, but that's not – and this is the thing. I get it. For Southern people, for Ludacris fans, that's a hit to us. But I don't think that's a, a hit across the board because even that's, the numbers say that it didn't chart as a hit. I love that song personally. But somebody in California would be like, okay, well, I didn't even make it that far in the album. I just listened to the singles. You know what I'm that's, saying? That's a regional thing. That's definitely a regional thing. Um, yeah, because my Twitter is all Atlanta. I'm like, I love that song too, but yeah, I don't think that's yeah. a hit hit. That, that's that was, not going up against like country grammar EI. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't put that up there. Um, Quick hot take. I never liked country grammar. I never liked that song. Wow. I, I never liked that song. You like the chorus though. I, not, nothing about the song I like. I never liked that song at all. It's like at all, from day one when it came out, like yeah, like yeah, I just never. 
like that song. That I mean, I like other songs. Like, like I like Ride, Ride with Me. I like, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I love Nellyville. I love that album. That's like his, to me, that's his best album. But ooh, I ran I that know. back. That album is not good. <laughs> I like, oh, I like that. The country grammar like. that album is not good. <laughs> it's got I, a lot I, of highs, but the lows are ugh, lows are low. Yeah. Lows are low. Um, I, I feel like Nelly's career is like one of those TV shows that like you only expect it to go like one or two seasons, and it's like, oh shit, people want more. flows like yeah, bro. It was after like yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't have a plan for season three. I just wanted to end that too. Now I gotta make something. <laughs> God damn. Well, but but to give him credit though, his third, I think his third project or second or third project was a greatest hits album. You know what I'm saying? Like that's impressive. You know what I'm saying? Like that's impressive. Yeah, you ran out, out of you ran out of material. Your third album was greatest. <laughs> you made that shit to say. No, no, it was. I don't. It was like a remix greatest hits thing. I pull it up, but your definitely third album was your greatest hits album. That's a, I didn't know that. You shouldn't have said that because that was. <laughs> no, no, I don't think it was an album. I think it was just like a release. But make sure that you guys check out the the Ox DJ's playlist from the Versus Battle. She has them up uh, 15 minutes after. Other battles are over. Shout the it's triples follow the Ox DJ. But yeah, after yeah, after yeah, his third album was the dirty versions. That's essentially awesome. yeah. that's all. Awesome. That's embarrassing. That's I oh. didn't even know that. Hey, <laughs> hey yo, yo. Come on. Come yo. on, Come At on. one point, at one point last night, um, I think Little Chris uh played Saturday. Okay. So all right, Saturday, not a bad song. You know he had a lot more stronger hits, but like it's early on in the um, in the battle. Nelly, I think, counters with uh, "Drop Down and Get Your Ego On, Girl." And I was like, "Whoa, that that's more one of your one of your stronger songs." And you got to play it against Saturday, buddy. He was on he was on the ropes early. And by was, by the time by the time um, uh, Ludacris played uh, "O" by Sierra, I was like, "Dog." If you don't come back with a counter, it's a TKO. Call it, call it a night. We don't even have to go on any, fur, any further. It got it got out of hand pretty pretty quickly. And like I said, Ludacris went easy on him. I had it, uh, what 11, 11 to nine, I guess, like scorecard, I guess. But uh, I don't know, man. Like some of those songs, the thing I, I, I learned about Nelly is kind of like, and I, I I feel like I said I said it before, like his verses don't do it, man. He he he's a good like hook maker but when it gets to the like if you play the first like five seconds of a nelly song you're like oh this shit goes but once you start listening to it you're like this ain't really that good like it's all right but it ain't it ain't really hitting and then when he played when he played his feature songs he's like the third or fourth best thing about the song like it's obviously the original artist is really good the production is good someone else has a verse that's better than his and then he's just like a tag on it's just like Nelly's not that guy. Like he sold a lot of albums, but he's not that guy. And for someone to have a diamond album, which didn't help him last night, uh, how does he not get a beat from Timbaland? How does that not happen? He said, like, I've never gotten a beat from him. Why oh, is wow. that? Ludacris wow. even said, like, they because I was wondering, I'm like, how did Ludacris and Nelly never make a song together? I but, thought about that too. I was wondering, but I mean, but uh, he was the alleged beef. <clears throat> No, he had him. He had him on the hook for Moneymaker, and he played. Ludacris actually played that, which was kind of like that's another shot at Nelly. Where it's like, hey, I got this song that we did, 
that couldn't get released for some unknown reason, but you're on the hook. And even Ludacris was like, yeah, you should come by and like redo the hook so we can release it. Didn't ask for a verse. I don't want a verse from you. No verse. Just do the chorus because no one wants a verse from this guy. Every every feature Ludacris has been on, he's a standout artist. He always shines. And that's why I think Ludacris is probably top three, a top three feature rapper. Like if you get Ludacris on your on your song, he's going to show his ass. Like you put he when he played the Made You Look remix, like I forgot about that. Yeah. It, but that's the thing though. Versus versus needs to be better about putting these matchups together. Cause like again, we can pull up the track list and already know who's gonna win. So it's kind of like there's no what's the point of no, even doing no. that? This is this is y'all's fault. This is people like you fault who's like, oh Luke, Nelly has a diamond album. He should have played. No, it's, it's not that's not my fault. He should the be only, the only thing records and, the, and the Nelly only, got embarrassed. The, only, the whole city, the whole city of St. Louis is out here quiet. They're out here to leave their tweets. <laughs> Leaving their Twitter accounts, <laughs> ripping them band-aids off. You know, the arches are fucking deflated. They got fucking embarrassed because people were like, oh well, Nelly's got a diamond album. He should be just fine. No, nigga. 20 no, Do you, you don't have ho. You don't have I'm just saying. All I'm saying your is your arms ain't strong enough to bust with God. <laughs> My thing was we weren't gonna act like he didn't have no hits. But yeah, one thing I did learn about one thing I did learn. One thing I did learn this whole situation was that Nelly did a remix of Country Grammar with E40 that I did not know existed. So shout out to the guy E40 who's out here donating to the prisons. We're not gonna disrespect oh, the legend E40. Uh, I will say this when I was listening when I was listening last night, I'm gonna say this. Tip, tip drill, it ain't the same without the video. It might be because I it might be because I like David Banner's production style, but I, I rock with it without the video. Tip drill? Yeah. It's got a lot of energy behind it, man. Ooh. Or maybe or maybe it's because I can see the video in my head when it's playing. Like if you close your eyes and just listen to the song, it's not a good song. I'm sorry. It's, it's not, not just a good song. Uh, it's way better with the video, but like the song is not. It's it, there's. I feel like there's no energy to that song. Honestly, I don't feel like there's any energy. Uh, nah, that's yep. that's. I'm not buying that. But Look, um, when I saw Tip Drill like the first time, like one of those strippers, I I swore it was Ashanti. I was like, holy shit, Ashanti's in this fucking Tip Drill video. Like if you go back, if you look at the video, there's a girl who looks like Ashanti. And I, I in high school was like, there's no way that's a shanty. There's no way. Clearly it wasn't, but uh man, I miss those uh BT uncut days, man. But as a kid, go on Nikers go to Twitter and see everything uncut. Yeah, no, yeah. But, <laughs> but but to kind of put a button on the this topic, uh the homie Michael Pratt at Project Pratt Eleven, he he had the best tweet on, on Twitter regarding this Nelly situation. He said and I quote, the most disappointing about the Nelly versus Ludacris battle is that I'm going to have to swipe my debit my debit card down my own ass crack when Tip Truck comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and retweet that again because Pratt be out here with, the, with that heat, dog. Like, oh, boy. And Pratt said that he put any of his top 20 tweets against anybody, and I got my money on Pratt. Pratt, Pratt low-key, he's slick. He's got, some, he's got some bars on Twitter, man, so definitely, definitely follow him. <laughs> 
But uh, where, where are we going to go to next? Okay, so we, we kind of briefly touched on this. I don't want to say this too long, but I just want to, you know, do a PSA for all the future fans real quick. So, all right. So every time Future drops, it, Future drops might be the most annoying time periods on Twitter for me. I'm not going to lie. Like, I immediately log off because the first thing you see is the the uh, the championship fucking trophy superimposed with his albums on him, him standing like a Kobe jersey or something like that. And, you know, he can't miss, and he did it again. Like, again, what what has he what has he done again? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? God bless Future, because, again, his fans have the lowest, the lowest standards for him. I wish I had a following like that where I could literally do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again without even attempting, attempting to change anything. And my fans just love me like I'm like a god on earth. Like, I really wish I had that type of following. But the funny thing that, that kills me is like you'll see the whole like Batman mask memes talking about it's time and the mask say misogyny on it. So I, I I really think that the Twitter, you know, Twitter folks will know what the definition of misogyny is. So we're gonna do some education here on the community podcast. <laughs> so the definition of misogyny is dislike of, contempt for, or ingrained prejudice against women. Right? Cool. So that pretty much means you, you hate women. Like, it's like, fuck them. I don't care. They're not equal. Whatever. Right? These jokers are getting on Twitter talking about, oh, misogyny hours. You know, let me drink this misogyny. Put on my misogyny mask. These are the same cats on Twitter on Mother's Day talking about, oh, I love my mama. I do anything for my mama. I bought my mama a house. I took her out to dinner. You know, you need to open, open car doors for women. You know, $200 dates. But as soon as future drops, it's like, oh, we hate women. Like, fuck these bitches. Fuck these hoes. Y'all are worthless. You know what I'm saying? Like, get back to the kitchen type stuff. So what I would like to deem it is selective misogyny. Because, again, you can't hate all women but then love your mom. You know what I'm saying? You can't hate all women and be misogynistic but have a little sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it doesn't make sense. And I get some of this for the jokes, but... I feel like some of you guys think you guys are like really these misogyny guys, but you're you're really just you're really simps. So I mean, <laughs> only fans can't be popping and misogyny be popping too. You know what I'm saying? Like these two things can't these two things can't work at the same time. So somebody's lying. People, somebody, somebody's lying. They're making big money off OnlyFans, so somebody's uh, lying. So, so, yeah, yeah, somebody lying. Agreed. So I mean, if you like future, that's your thing. I get it. I made it through. I listened to when I was taking a run. I made it through like probably like five songs, and there was really nothing that I was compelled to put on my playlist. I give it another listen, like. But I mean, I was listening to that uh, Slime and B with uh, Chris Brown and Young Thug, and there was at least two songs in there I threw on my playlist. So I mean, it is what it is. My, I think my only uh, well, two issues with Future is that uh, I don't I don't really mind people kind of staying in their lane as far as making the same uh, music with the same topic subject matter but you have to do it on a high level and i don't feel like future is still uh doing that type of music on the highest level that he has been before and um my other issue with him is just the the idea that he would kind of perpetuate the idea that he still sips lean when he doesn't he said he hasn't done it for like years now but he said that he wouldn't say anything about it because he felt like his fans wouldn't 
listen to his music anymore or they wouldn't like him or they would, you know, he would lose those people. And that's a bad look for him. And that's a bad look for his fan base. Like you're, you're 30 something pushing 40 and you can't come out here and be like, Hey guys, I'm not doing the hard shit that might kill me. Like the stuff that, you know, killed uh, DJ screw. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm still going to rap about it, but like, I'm not going to do like, do you think futures out there drug dealing guys? You think he's out there still moving bricks? Is he moving weight? You think he's he's shooting people? No, but he still raps about it. So he should be able to rap about sipping lean and popping perks and not actually do it in real life. If you're the type of person who's like, yo, Future pops perks, so I'm going to pop perks. Oh, Future's not popping perks? I can't fuck with this dude. Like, you need to grow up, honestly, because there, there's no – I don't believe there's any Future fans under the age of 25. Like, yeah, I was about to say. There's grown people listening to Future. Make it, make a grown-up decision. Understand that rap is kind of like wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Like, It's not even kind of. Like, it literally is wrestling. It's, it's literally <laughs> wrestling. It's art. You know what I'm saying? What's the difference between a future record and watching... Uh, Hell in the Cell. No, watching watching The Rock in an action movie. Like, yeah, he's doing it, but he's still pretending. Like, you think The Rock can, like, pick up a car and throw it across the room? No, it's just... It's acting. It's just, It's a story. It's art. Like, you can't... Like, we can't separate, like, future from whatever his actual name is. And future feels like... Oh well, my my twenty eight year old fans are gonna fuck with me if they find out I'm not simple lean. So let me just keep act like them. Let me act like a fifteen year old, yeah, and keep rapping. Uh, about it I can't lose my fans. Like nigga, what the fuck? So I hit the wiki. Gosh. His name is Navadius Damon Wilburn, and for I guess for uh, I guess trivia purposes, his other rap names have been as listed per this wiki page: Meathead. Navidius Cash, Future Hendrix, as we know, and Caesar Lee. So I'm gonna refer to him from now on as Meathead. That is that is <laughs> Meathead. Meathead is what he will be referred to on my Twitter feed now. Got that new Meathead dropping. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you weren't in the streets where Meathead was dropping heat. Y'all not real Meathead fans. Like you went outside with Meathead was dropping these these fire bars, dog. Oh my god, yeah. So shout out to the uh, selective misogynist. But sticking on rap real quick, um, <sighs> mm, I, you know, we'll we'll skip the Will Smith thing, but kind of the go with the selective, yeah, because that shit was trash, dog. Like, oh um, yeah, no. I'm not even gonna waste the time. That verse was that verse was verse average. Of the year. I wish the Dolphins was here. Verse of the year, nigga. Get the fuck out of here, man. No, no, I, yeah. I want to go that. I want to go that far. I would not go I'm that like, far. I, I want to know. I want to know what the what other verses that are in his top five. What are the other best five <laughs> verses of the year that you listen to? Because I will yeah, say, I will say about the Dolphins. Uh, damn, I wish he was. I feel bad even saying this, but before we move to the next topic, this man said that Drake was a top five artist of all time. When Drake dropped that project, our group chat was quiet for about a week and a half. His Twitter was quiet. He ain't say shit about that album and until like a couple days later said it sucked. But all I know is if an artist that I had in my top five dropped an album, I'm going to tweet about it. You're going to get a text from me about it. But okay, you ain't got nothing to say about Drake when he drops. Like <laughs> top five artists ever. Okay, okay. 
So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead into the topic, but I'll, I'll let Marcus and Los have the floor if they have comments for this. But along with the s- selected misogyny, um, uh, one of my big things on Twitter, and again, I'm not I'm not perfect human being. I'm I'm waiting for people to expose my old tweets. I saw an old tweet I posted about number 88 that I need to delete immediately. Yes, do that. Um, <laughs> I deleted some of them. I didn't catch all of them, but I need to delete it. It was uh, I think I said like number 88. I, I think I said something to the effect that they need to make a a Sopranos remake based on Philly, loosely based on number 88's life or something like that. I was tripping back in like 2017. I need to delete that before number 88 comes in and uh, it gets me. But anywho, that's that's the real candy, man. If you know who number 88 is, then you're you're good. You're, you don't need to know who number 88 is. So, but anywho, um, <clears throat> selective morality is a big thing on my Twitter because a lot of people like get on Twitter just say stuff for retweets. Like literally, they don't care. Like, oh, let me stand on my soapbox, my high horse, or whatever. But this one issue, I didn't see too much. Uh, I didn't see too much support, but I did see a lot of high horse stepping. But the whole, uh, the whole little Boosie incident or whatever with, uh, I guess him hiring prostitutes for his minor sons, I guess. The one thing I will say before I let Marcus get into it is that a lot of the the gentlemen, and I'm not gonna you know specify these people, but men as a whole, a lot of the men, I, I can't take them super seriously on this. Is because in the same breath they'll say that this is wrong and little Boosie needs to go to jail. It's a criminal act. These same men will get on Twitter anytime a high school or a middle school student has sex with a attractive teacher and be like, Oh, where was she when I was in the, in the 11th grade or why wasn't my teacher sexy? But now it's an issue then when it's paid for, but it's not an issue when it's involving you being in school and having teachers not making advances on you. So I kind of, some of these takes, I'm like, eh, are you, do you really care about this? Or are you trying to get retweets? But I know Marcus had a lot to, lot to say about this being that he does have children i have no children no children gang you know what i'm saying shout out to us but i'll let him uh, you know discuss yeah, this topic I, first. I think it's i think it's pretty embarrassing and and honestly uh this was a, this was the first time that i heard him say something like this but apparently he said stuff like this before about his kids and if you're if you're a black dad and you're out here agreeing with what little boosie is saying you're embarrassing all of us out here because this man is literally treating his kids like fucking sex victims or rape victims or whatever. He's like, you're, he's paying grown women to rape his kids. That's essentially what he's doing. And I'm, I've been one of those people like, and it took me a while to get there, but I, I used to be the type of person who was like, you know, Oh, well this 16 year old kid has sex with his 24 year old teacher. That's fine. Like I used, I used to be that person. But over time, once you start realizing, like, okay, this grown woman is out here raping kids, like, that's not cool. Like, we can't be out here doing that. That's not a good look. And, yes, as a grown man looking at this teacher, yes, she's attractive, but that shit can fuck you up if you're 16, 17, 15. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you also got to wonder what's going on in her head that she feels like, oh, I'm going to sleep with this 15-year-old kid. And I kind of want to, I need to know what's going on in those women's life to, to, for them to want to accept money to have sex with a 12 year old. Like right. what is going on in your life that that's the decision that you're making? Cause right. that's, that's terrible. All of that is terrible. 
like Lil Boosie doesn't make good enough music for me to even care about him. But it's the idea that people will hold him up as some sort of like, well, this is what black dads are. This is what they believe. And this is how, uh, you know, the whole, this is how you make your sons men. Like I have two boys. This is the thing that you got to do to make a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then, you know, uh, Boosie had a lot to say about uh, Dwayne Wade's daughter. And a lot of other people did too. A lot of other yep. celebrities and podcasts and all these people had hella comments and all these opinions about that. Where are those same people now with Lil Boosie saying this stuff? Snoop Dogg ain't never been. Snoop Dogg never shuts the fuck up. Never shuts the fuck up. But where's he been at? Unless I missed it, where's Snoop Dogg at? Has he said anything about what Lil Boosie said? Because I haven't seen nothing. T.I. uses all the big words and big words in the world. Use some of those on Boosie. Is anybody going to say something to him? Who's his OG? Who's the person that's supposed to look out for Lil Boosie and to be like, hey, you're fucking up? Who is the person that's going to call him out? Who is the podcast? The Joe Budden podcast? Are they going to talk about this? Are they going to speak out about this? The Breakfast Club? Hot 97? What other what other podcasts are out there, that that big-name podcast, the... the I don't know. I can't think of anybody, anybody right now. But all these, like everybody has something to say about Dwayne Wade's situation. A lot of people have something to say about T.I.'s uh, daughter's situation. This is literally a crime what Lil Boosie is doing. That's criminal. You cannot, you cannot pay a grown woman to have sex with a child. That child cannot give consent, no matter what the parent says. No matter... In, in no world is that legal. In no world is that right. That's not safe. That could that's going to that's going to affect those kids for the rest of their life. No matter, like I hope it doesn't, but it is. And if we're just gonna just sweep that under the rub and be like, oh, well, that's just Boosie. Just let Boosie do what he does, and no one's gonna say nothing. I'm gonna start looking at these guys sideways. Like Jay Z, where are you at? Are you going to say anything? Is anybody is anybody of, of any stature going to say anything? Timberland, you gonna say something? Swiss Beast, you got you got all these people coming to you every weekend for these versus things. You have an audience. You have people that listen to you. You have a platform, just like I. My platform isn't as big as theirs, but I'm going to say something because as a black dad, this shit is even if I wasn't a dad, this shit is embarrassing. That shit is criminal. Like, how am I supposed to listen to wipe me down now? I can't. I can't enjoy that now. Like it's 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 embarrassing, honestly. It's it's appalling and it's just it's wrong on every level. If Lil Boosie went to jail today, I would be fine with that. If he got his kids taken away from him today, I would be fine with that. Because honestly, it needs to happen. I don't want to hear like Lil Boosie should not be in control of his kids. He should not have any parental guidance over there for a little bit. He shouldn't. He just point blank period. He shouldn't. I feel uh, I, I agree with you like one thousand um, <clears> percent. I said it earlier on, on, on my show. Uh, look, thinking back as like a young teenage boy, or you hear stories like how an older teacher have sex with like a sixteen year old, and like the mindset would be as the teenager, oh man, oh, he was lucky. Why could that happen to me? But that's not the right. I mean, that's adolescence not knowing right from wrong. The teacher, the adult, is always wrong in that situation, no matter what. And the fact that uh, no one is saying anything about about this. If it was 
don't know. Boosie uh, allow his daughter, his young underage daughter, to be um, sexually um, abused. Talk about everybody it. will lose their shit. It'll be all over the news. It'll be all over social media. Everybody will be saying, "How could you let a grown man uh, do that to your daughter, underage daughter?" Everybody will be saying it. Everybody, and because because it's um, Boosie, and for whatever reason, it's like a way of a quote unquote way of passage for a, a super a superficial way of passage for men. No, that's no. Look here, if you're gonna look here, if you're gonna lose your virginity, um. It better be someone around your same age, or whatever you know, and not in the sin, not in in not you have your parents involved. All right, this it's it's, a, it's weird. First of all, grown ass women, and we see you see these on IG, um, his IG lives. His, that's just wild. It's just absolutely wild. A lot of times it's like Titty Tuesday or whatever. Yeah, they, they got to the point where Instagram was like, "Yo, if you do it again, we're ban- we're banning your page." Like. He yeah. was, he's on there wiling out. And the thing is, his kids be in the room when this shit be going on. Because like, a few times I like I I caught on um, the live stream and I'm like, wait, wait, that's his kid while this girl like got her titties out. Oh, like, wait, I, I don't feel I don't feel I don't feel good about this. It's not it's not appropriate. Why why is he in why is the little boy in this room? It's like this is like adult time, even though it's IG. But um I don't I don't, I don't, I don't get it. And you're right, Snoop's not saying anything, all the big Big names in the um, music industry is not saying anything, but I'm telling you, if it was if it was a girl, if it was, if it was underage girls, and, and some dude doing that to like his daughter, everybody would be losing their shit. You know, it, it's not right. It's absolutely not right. It's a double standard, and um, you know, I wasn't a, I wasn't the biggest Boosie fan, and I just recently started like following his IG um, his IG live stories, like you know, since this whole COVID nineteen thing happened. But I'm I'm done. I'm like. I was like, nah, man. You you can't you can't justify that. You can't justify paying grown ass women to like perform fellatio on your underage. That is that is ridiculous. That's absolutely unacceptable. And he should lose his kids. He should lose his kids. Yeah. So. Well, <clears throat> the the wrap that up as well. There, and this is an old story. And it, it kind of thought about this. I'm like, I know I heard this before, but I don't know if you had heard. Uh, I think there's a world star link. There's a story, I believe, is from in 2009 where uh, Birdman got a got a girl to bless Little Wayne in the genital region when he was 11 years old. Have you heard that story? That sounds that sounds familiar. I'm not gonna lie. That yeah, yeah, I remember that because it was like I think he was like, "Oh yeah, go suck Little Wayne's little dick" or something like that. I'm like, "What is going on?" Like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be try to find a link and post it on there. But I mean, again, it's just a pervasive culture, I guess, with, with males that that's just the way it, it should go down. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's that's extremely, not, that's, it's extremely problematic. Sorry, sorry. We gotta, yeah. It, and again, like if you're on there cap, caping for that shit, like you gotta go. The block button will be used. But uh, to, to move to a more positive note, as we try to wrap this in a decent amount of time. Um, Real quick, we recently had the birthdays of Stevie Wonder, Busher T, uh, and Young Baby Tate. So, uh, I guess real quick, 
I guess, Marcus, give your favorite songs of some of these artists. Uh, if you're not hip to Young Baby Tate, definitely check her out. 24-year-old true artist from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, she raps, she sings, I believe she produces. Definitely check her out. Check out her album, uh, Girls, and then she has Girls Deluxe. She's a pretty good Twitter follow, too. So, But, uh, yeah, Stevie Wonder, 70th birthday. Uh, Pusha T turns 43. Uh, skin is flawless. Tape line is flawless. Hair is flawless. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Young Baby Tate, she's out here uh, coming up in the game. So uh, what, what are y'all's thoughts on that real quick? Uh, I would say, like, uh, just like I was saying about uh, um, Little Richard, Stevie uh, Wonder is – one of our like living legends he's still out here he's not really making music anymore which is totally fine because he has multiple classic albums he has timeless music um the song that i'm really getting uh with him on now is uh all i do is, you, took that, uh, you took that from me sorry it's, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a, i mean like you can literally go off you, you can name like 10 other great like timeless legitimate songs that he's done so there's not really much you can say about uh Stevie Wonder and his contributions to, to music. Like if you are going to write a, a book or do a documentary on the history of music, Stevie Wonder gets his own chapter. Uh, Pusha T on the other hand, um, I think he's uh, he's one half of the clips. Uh, they're probably a top five rap duo ever. Um, they have at least one classic album together. And I was kind of thinking about um, uh, the album that he his last album Daytona uh, that might have been the last like instant classic album I think like maybe uh, the, nah that wouldn't I'm, I'm trying I can't I couldn't really think of anything but I feel like after about like a week it was like a consensus like everybody thought that Daytona was a classic and I don't think that we've uh, done that with an album for a while. Like, Tim Pimple Butterfly wasn't that. It took a little while for people to kind of get on board with that. Um, but yeah, uh, he, I feel like he's everybody's, he's, he's your, your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Like, he's been on tracks like recently, like Freddie Gibbs, uh, Benny the Butcher, uh, West Side Gun, JD Kiss, uh, YBN Corday, uh, uh, like, he's, He's been one of the more consistent artists since he's been out. And he kind of does. He does have that uh, future thing, that future thing where he he tends to only rap about the same type of things, but he does it at a super high level to where it's like it doesn't sound watered down and kind of like, well, you didn't really have to. You're still doing this. It's never been that way for him. He's an elite. He's an elite rapper. And uh, he's been rapping for a long time, like since the 2000s. So. For him to still be relevant, like you can go back and look at like, okay, who else dropped an album in two thousand two? Okay, are they still like? He's not just out here putting out music, like E forty still putting out music, but E forty's not relevant, unfortunately. Uh, that's not, true. <laughs> not, not relevant. Like he, he still I don't fuck with you was one of the biggest singles of twenty fourteen. What? Come on, I don't fuck with you, Big Sean. Who was on that song in twenty twenty though? No one's oh, but, I'm, but, he, but he came out in 1993. Yeah, I, but I'm saying, like, I get yeah. I, that's why I didn't want to say E40. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying, like, E40 still, he's still making music, but I'm talking about in 20, like, 2019, 2020, he wasn't really that's on, a, like, a major. It's about, it's about perspective. It's about perspective because the Drake I get, fans, I get, shout, I get, to, I get, shout out to the homie Jay or the, the homie Tim. 
the homie, man, the Aubrey's Angles guy. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, a lot of people would say that uh, Pusha T wasn't relevant. Yeah. The whole Drake. Oh, he, he needed Drake to revive his career. It's like, dog, no. What are you talking about? Like, do y'all not listen to rap music? Like, yeah. that, that type. Yeah, yeah I, I get that. But I mean, like, like I said, Pusha T is, uh, he's still like at a, he's still rapping at a high level and he's still uh, putting out consistent music. And uh, I don't think he's, I don't think he's super great at his, at his, uh, his office job as being the president of good music. I don't think he's doing great at that job, but I mean, he's, he's getting there, I guess. I don't know. I think he should. I mean, what, what rapper has been successful in an executive <laughs> position? Like none of them. It doesn't seem like that just, maybe yeah. it's harder than it looks, but it, it, it has to be harder than it looks. Cause if you look at that roster, that good music roster, that's a very good roster. So there should, there should be like, they should be running it for an entire year. There should be like, you know, big Sean, Kanye West, Pusha T, Tiana Taylor, rinse and repeat. Like, just keep going back and then try to throw someone else in there. But, yeah, Pusha T, definitely relevant before. Like, you can ask ask Drake how relevant and how important Pusha T is to the culture because Drake will tell you. Facts. And I'd say uh-huh. the, uh, the song that I like from Pusha T right now is the uh, um, Hunting Season from Jada Kiss's album. Oh, yeah, that's a good song. Um, I'll I'll say real quick. Um, as far as Stevie's concerning, he took all I do. Like I really like that song. I mean, he has so many songs. There's way too many. Like, I, just, way I, too I just randomly picked one. I was like, I'll just go with that. Like there, there, there's so many songs. I think one day I was at work and I was just. Yeah, what's good, it's your boy Southbury seven oh six. This week we're gonna talk about more Corona madness. How I am not wearing mask in public because you know it is what it is. Uh, OnlyFans finesse. Would you date a girl or a guy with OnlyFans? Let us know. Doja Cat finesse her number one hit. I'm going to break down Selective Misogyny for all you garbage future fans. And Marcus unleashes on Lil Boosie about him being essentially a uh, sexual predator to his own kids. Rock with us. This committee podcast. Some cool summer. And then Young Baby Tate, I did a Freaky Girl from the Girls album. It's like my favorite song she's ever made. So, cool beans. Um, 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 um. I think we hit everything. One thing that I refuse to be denied on is I am going to insert some anime on this podcast. Oh, God. Um, Damn. So, I started, I, I've decided to, to take the plunge into the, the One Piece journey. You know, if you're not aware of One Piece, uh, it's a manga that started in 1997. And it is still current to this day. So this this manga has been going on for almost 20 years. The anime started in 1999. Um, Lo, she watching the anime? Um, a little. Um, I'm not, I was never the biggest anime guy. Um, growing up, my brother, my brother and cousin would always be into like Dragon Ball Z and um, like some other stuff. But um, the one the one anime that got me going when I was in college was uh, Samurai Champloo. Uh, oh, Samurai Shampoo. You haven't watched it. It hurts very good, though. Oh, it's. it's I think it's. I, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, um, people have it in the top like ten or something like that. It, yeah, it's, it. It would be like my top five if I had like five other animes I watched, but I don't. Um, also, I'm right now. I'm currently watching um, uh, Cowboy Bebop because by the same guy who been created um, yeah, Samurai Shampoo, um, and and. I think I'm going to go back and watch Avatar. 
Um, the last not an anime doesn't. Count. I mean, not, I mean, the last yeah. Airbender doesn't count. Doesn't count. Doesn't... No, not 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 count that. Anywho, so uh, take take a guess of how many episodes, <laughs> Marcus. Take a guess how many episodes of One Piece there are. I'm on episode thirty two. Take a guess. Jesus Christ, there better be thirty three. This shit needs to wrap up. <laughs> 929 what? episodes. What? No. What? Yo, this anime has been running since October 20th, 1999. Yeah. <laughs> I wrap that shit up, bro. Put a bow on that. 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 a devil fruit. With his no. crew of pirates, I don't hear 900 episodes. <laughs> Luffy, no. Luffy explores the Grand Line in search of the world's ultimate treasure known as the One Piece Come in on. order to become the next pirate king. <laughs> that's like that's like the Walking Dead going 900 episodes. Like, <laughs> like wrap this shit up, wrap it so, up, B. Jesus. So, what I would say is, it's, it's, it's part of a history lesson because I guess Luffy is like the kind of the model for every anime character like i definitely see naruto and luffy i definitely see goku in this character but there are people that have marcus's opinion like yo 900 episodes dog and you so if let you me watch the 900 episodes you must not care about your family you don't care about your family. <laughs> oh, he got episodes nah, he a few, look he only because of the rota i got started on this shit but i think it's something that I can consistently talk about in the podcast but hell no um, there's there's a, there is a there is a filler episode. There's a filler list. I'm not watching. It's 900. Of course, it's fillers. <laughs> so there, episodes. So those. So <laughs> all those episodes mattered. I'm kind of aware of some of the stuff. I am Max. I did watch the filler episode. And I got to the end. I'm like, damn. I watched the filler. Fuck. I just wasted 23 minutes of my life. But there are people like yo, dog. Like it's been 900 episodes. A, you're still not the Pirate King. This shit's been going on for almost 20 what years. Fuck, what are they doing? <laughs> and, B, and, and you still haven't found the One Piece, dog. It's been 20 years, dog. Wrap I've it never, up. So I think, I think, I think it's, I think it's on, I think it's almost over. I think never. it's almost over because it's been like 20 years. Almost over after nine months. <laughs> thinking about wrapping it up. Like, you're everything out of this thing. I'm going to give it two more seasons. People, people be watching it. That's all I'm saying. Can we talk about something else? <laughs> <laughs> shout, out to the goat, shout out to the goat Luffy. Um, shit. Uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up. What's the view guys? I need it, man. I will, yeah. Hey, let me say this. Let me go back. And speaking on this, this fucking Jesus, 9,900 episodes. Uh, Ludacris played a song with him and Lil Wayne on it. It's been a long time, but I think I'm excited for his next project. And I will say, uh, he said that him. Uh, sure, and Lil John have a project coming out. I think that's a money grab. I think it's kind of too late for that. Keep it, I, keep it. I, I will still listen to it if it. But I, I do think it's. I think that 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 little window has passed for those three, even though they have made classic songs together. And also, I need to live in an alternate universe where Ludacris does "What's Your Fantasy" with Megan Thee Stallion. I need to hear that song because I think that song would be crazy. I'm for that. I'm actually for that. And I'm down well, for I need, I need I need young baby Tate to do a remix of Freaky Girls with Gucci Man because they're both from Atlanta. Like it, it makes sense. And they can throw Lucas on there too. But yeah. uh again, she's good. She's really good. I like her too. I like her too. 
Oh, and and if you if you texted that Megan Stallion number, you're you're a fucking nasty. You deserve a nasty award. That's all I'm gonna say. Like she's out here wilding out. Like, hey man, I I I'm gonna text her to her. I'm gonna be like, hey, you need to get up with Ludacris and send in a verse for what's your fantasy. That shit would go number one. All the only thing that's gonna happen when you text a number is gonna send you a link to go stream her album, dog. Yeah, she, she's not responding to the people on that text line. Like, oh damn it. Yeah, like you know how many people are shooting their shot. Like, come on, dog. You you know what it was when you signed up. It's not that shit is not real. But anywho, uh Los, we appreciate you coming on. I'll definitely check them out on Yes Another Podcast. Uh when do you guys drop usually? Um, usually on uh, Mondays. So we're gonna drop tomorrow. Okay, we'll definitely, definitely check them out. Follow us on uh, um, follow us on social media on Twitter. Yes, uh, yes, another pod on IG. Yes, another podcast. We're on SoundCloud. We're on we're on Anchor. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, check us out. I don't know where he went. Uh, My bad. <laughs> I was trying to find something, but go ahead, Marcus. Oh, I, I didn't have anything else. Uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you know what? Listen, just listen to Stevie Wonder, man. Just pick a random album and just listen to it, man. Like that shit is crazy. He makes incredible music, and like I, I'll, I will go to bat for him against pretty much anybody. Like you can put him up against any artist musician like ever and i'm probably gonna pick steve over whoever you put he does everything and he does everything at a high level facts uh shout out to el chapa shout out to triple shout out to jeff queen shout out to uh, adolphus the messiah savage or whatever his name is and a special shout out to the homie on twitter at durags underscore to riches um i commissioned him to make me a custom Naruto Hokage do-rag that I finally, got, <laughs> I finally got in the mail. I'm going to post a picture of it, but I definitely want to have you come on the podcast, support black businesses. Um, you know what I'm saying? Naruto's the goat. But uh, I guess I yeah, shout, 